All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing Spit of the One and Twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. And we are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios, 877-37-GRIND. All right, keeping it moving here. All right. Um, we can switch gears a little bit back that way, but I just wanted to touch on that. You know, like I said, today's Wednesday, I mean, excuse me, today's Tuesday, tomorrow's Wednesday. You'll start seeing the players, the coaches meet with the media, talk about the upcoming. We'll get more into it, start breaking that game down. That's, you know, next Monday. But I think it's really an important game really for uh, Buffalo under the circumstances of what's going on there, uh, the struggles, um, you know, in Buffalo's having – um, you know, they're really – the fan base down there is really jumping on Ken Dorsey, uh, the offensive coordinator. I get it. But at the same time, they need to make sure they jump on Josh too. And I've just been saying it, man. I just think it's 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 going to be interesting how they come out. But I think Buffalo right now um, is playing real – a lot of one-dimensional football, but – who knows? Maybe the doctor is what the doctor ordered for Buffalo uh, with Denver coming in. You know, um, maybe somebody from Denver need to see if uh, pray that Josh Allen gets the flu uh, become Monday. Maybe that'll be um, give them an opportunity. But anyway, I digress. Let's switch over a little bit to the NBA. What you said? We had somebody that tweeted to ask me a question on Facebook. I guess when we were talking the Spurs, but in the NBA in general. Um, who is that? Yeah, Josh Medina on Facebook. Uh, don't you think the NBA has gone too far one way with the number of threes and offense? There's little to no defense and half-court execution anymore. The on-court product seems to have taken a nosedive and just not as fun to watch. It's an all-star game defense every every game, regardless of the teams. And who is that again, my man? Who Josh Medina. Uh, Josh Medina, Funky Cold Medina. Um, I, I don't remember all your takes over the years, Joshua, so I can't really put you in this category, but I'm going to tell you about the who's responsible uh, for kind of where we're at. Um, and it's just – it's the NBA, it's a mixture a little too. NFL is there too because this way. And I know that because I'm coming from you from a, from a place that – whether it's baseball and pitching, basketball that you're talking about, NBA or football, I'm a defensive guy. I like pitching duels. I like. I used to love Baltimore, Tennessee, Titan games. Ten to you know, nine to seven, twelve to ten. I'm a defensive guy, and I'm not the only one out there like that. But let me tell you how we got to this point, and it's a nice segue of what Jonas was talking about during the break about, you know, especially since the Spurs coming off 40, and he just said, hey, you know, he was telling me about a tweet he had last night about is it just him or more than 30-point beatdowns? Because I think I can I can group both of these together and kill it out with one take here because it's, it's under the same umbrella. So I'm a defensive guy, and and whether it's pitching and all that, but what happened is that we came across a time of the last 10 years or 12 years. And whether you want to say the fantasy era or whatever you want to say, microwave society, 
certain portions and a majority of portions of fans start bitching and complaining that this is boring. There's not enough offense. So when you're the NBA, and let's just stick it because this was the thing about the NBA. When you start taking out hand checking, because, you know, people talk about LeBron and the all-time scoring leader and this and that. Could you imagine? I mean, first of all, there's two things to say. Of course, minus the unfortunate incident of his dad being murdered, then going to play baseball. Could you imagine Jordan if Jordan got to play in an era with no hand checking? Or where he would be on the scoreless or what he would have averaged? Can you imagine what Jerry Rice and Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, can you imagine where they would be? And if you go to the quarterback position, I've said this a lot, Dan Marino, can you imagine where they would be if you couldn't touch a receiver past five yards? Can you imagine? My point is, is that a fan base can get up there, and I'm not saying this is the place where Funky Cole Medina was coming from, but when you could sit there and say, man, I'm watching the NBA and it looks just like an all-star game. They're running up and down the court. They're scoring 130. There's a section of y'all that bitched and complained and made it this way because the owners and the, 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 the league, the commissioner, they've got to put butts in the seat. They've got to entertain. So if y'all didn't like the old school, because I remember this, you know, that's why the, when you go back to the early 2000s and the late 90s, that's why the Spurs to this day own some of the lowest rated finals in NBA history. Because when people back then, you didn't want to see, you know, that remember that Detroit Pistons and NBA finals with the Detroit Pistons, halftime scores, 35 to 38, 42 to 40. That was born for the masses. So you start tweaking with rules and you start doing all that. And the next thing you know, now we're complaining because now, nah, man, it just looks like it's an all-star game and people just going out. Well, there's a product and a, there's a cause and effect to everything in life. Well, those halftime scores have now become quarter scores. It doesn't matter. We're here because I'm not saying you're in the category, but there's a there's a generation that's along with the microwave society and everything else that bitched and complained about it was boring and this is not exciting enough. And you know what? The powers of be that listen to this, they listened. And this is what we got. Now let's transition it to the part that you were talking about a little bit after break when we were talking about these beatdowns and these blowouts. Yeah, according to Stat Muse, and, 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 and I'm not a, my, my thought last night isn't entirely off. According to Stat Muse, we have had eight games this season with a score, with a point differential of 28 points or more. I'm going to take the 28 and I'm going to mm-hmm. round that one up to that 30. Mm-hmm. All right, we've had a, the, the biggest score differential was to start the month of November, Boston 51 points over the Pacers, who just you know defeated the Spurs last night by 41. Mm-hmm. The Spurs, of course, have two of the top three worst score differentials uh, in a single game. The Clippers, they're, uh, the, the 40-point beat down there, too. You had the Nuggets with, with a... What thirty three point win over the Thunder, and 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 in those like those games are that's not entertainment to to Josh Medina's point that's that's not entertainment. Okay, but let me tell and, you, and, look, and look at look at the those in those box scores. Not only did Boston just dominate the Pacers by fifty one points that one night, they hit fifty seven percent from three point range. The Pacers weren't even they weren't even there. If that was a boxing score, that 
Like, no, nah, he, he that was, they threw in the towel. That's a retired. Um, let me tell you how we're there. I mean, it, it's still along the same lines, a little bit different, but I, that's what I think about in regards to the NFL or what we do. Because, like I said, a lot of it, you know, people have their like again i remember where people got upset with the low score and that was part of the game is defense what you're talking about about the stats of these blowouts 70 percent of the reason why that's the case and we're in a different time in nba 70 percent on that is is well there's two things there's 70 and 80 one's 80 percent the other 70 70 percent is the product of guaranteed contracts 80 percent of it is the season still pleased to be too long if you're if you're a young team and and you're sitting there and whether you're a championship contender or not because it happens to everybody's going to get these I guess if people are given getting beat by thirty or forty which I still don't think forty is the norm thirty I think you know twenty point beat down or whatever but let's just say you're getting beat or you're watching you got the league pass and you're watching a game and you just feel like this team's not giving effort or damn they quit after this halftime they came out they got outscored thirty five to ten in the third quarter because that's been happening that happens a lot. Guaranteed contracts. What's the incentive? You got 82 games. You got guaranteed contracts. You're going to get paid either way. The players got the power. They, 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 whether you're talking superstar players or you're talking about the guys 7 through 12, that's the product of what you get. What's this? It's, it's life. You know, if you uh, like, 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 let me pull back the curtain and, and, and let you know exactly what I'm trying to say because there, it's just in life. I'm 46. In some form of fashion, since I was basically, I don't know, I would say at least probably in some form of fashion since I was the age of 21. And I'm 46 now. So that's about 25 years with my Roosevelt math. That's 25 years of living on, making a living off a commission. Not a guaranteed salary. So when you, if you, if you, not everybody can do that. My dad used to tell me, I was like, man, I don't know how you do this. Well, I don't know, man. I mean, I know, I mean, I, I got your DNA. You, you know, you produced me. One got past the goalie. I'm your son. I know you're not basically cut from that cloth, but because that, because not everybody can live like that. Because the guy that's on guaranteed salary that's punching in and going to clock, he's sitting there and it's like, hey, man, I, there's a certain kind of way I can go, well, man, I'm just going to call in today, man. I got, we partied hard on the weekend. I'm going to call in Monday, man. What's, I'm, I got sick days. I'm going to get paid. I got paid leave help left. What the hell do y'all expect when guys that are ninth on the bench, 10th on the bench, they making $15 million a year? And you want a team to dig deep? When they're down 25 points or they get outscored 35 to 15 and a quarter and y'all want them to dig deep? When the average working man ain't digging, is doing what he can to sit there and knowing how, how can I get over? Well, if I group this and don't take off and that's a three-day weekend, they, you do that all the time. So that's what it is. It ain't rocket science to figure it out. It goes back what I've always preached. That's why I have a problem when I get there. Not that it personally, because it's like, hey, man, get your money, get off. That's why I got a problem when I look up and see Dame Lillard on my commercial every other two spots. I get because he's got a million followers and because he's popular. Or when I look up and see certain guys that maybe have just got their first title, don't have titles or not, get up, whatever. 
Baker Mayfield, claim to fame, walked on twice. Lubbock in Oklahoma, drafted number one overall by Cleveland. Ain't won a game, and this is after the Johnny Menzel debacle in Cleveland. Insurance commercials on more than basically Baby Boy on BET reruns. What the hell did Baker do? That's the society that we're in. That's the reason why you're getting that product. It's a mixture of rule changes with the NBA. It's a mixture of guaranteed contracts, and it's a mixture of the still the season is too long, and guys know that. And this is what you get, Joshua Medina. That's what it is. Because these conversations weren't taking place in the 90s. They weren't even taking place in the 80s. They really weren't even taking place in the early 2000s. When we got to mid-2000s, 2012, 13, 15, and on to where we're at now, this is what's been created when you talk about the NBA. That's why you can look at now Boston. Boston just did somebody dirty like jump one I've watched, but Boston's coming out with a certain anger. They're playing pissed off, and I don't know how long they can keep this up. On certain nights, they're playing pissed off. This is, this is their second year under Messina. They're playing with that edge that they had under Doka. But when you look at some of these other teams as getting beat 30 or how they get outscored with, that's what it is. The players got the control and their job security is not really threatened. And even if they've got to move or get traded, they've got the guaranteed money. And sometimes we focus on the James Hardens of the world and, you know, the, the Kyrie Irvins that got the money. Man, it's the 9th and 10th, 11th guy on the bench, too. That's what it is. 877. Three seven grind. Speaking of NBA, uh, there's no action tonight, like I alluded to last hour. Um, you had LeBron, the Lakers come up short. You had the Rockets. Okay, the Rockets were vict victorious last night. Uh, they defeated the uh, I think it was Sacramento Kings that they beat last yeah, night. Yeah, twenty five points uh, point score different yeah. differential. Yeah. Hey man, we just made it to the Western Conference Finals. We pretty good. We just had two games with the Golden State. We love. Eh, we ain't got it tonight. And it's H Town. We hear Drake's in H Town. We might go hang out with the. Or we might want to go check some at Bun B's new spot, Trill Burgers. I mean, y'all laughing. I'm dead serious. I'm giving you the mentality of professional athletes in this day and time. It just that's just what it is. It's a mixture of a little bit of both. That's why you can sit there. And look at an NFL team, and the team is fans, media saying, tank, go do this, do this. And you got teams that are one in five. You got teams that are two, whatever. But you look at, damn, they still fighting. They still fighting. Part of the reason why they went up to Chili Bowl haircut Mark Davis's office when they went up there to the players, because it's like, hey, man, uh, this guy, Josh, we got to get him out of here. Because at the end of the day, I'm getting bad film put on there because this ain't, we ain't getting coached right. This is miserable. He don't know what he's doing. Because film's going to follow me. I could get cut. Y'all going to hire a new coach coming here. Maybe it's not Antonio Pierce. They look at the film, and because we got an incompetent coach, I'm going to get cut and out of job. Those are NFL Sunday problems. They ain't NBA action. is fantastic problems. That's just what it is. 877-37-GRIND. Um, but I still, from the point is, regardless of the era, guarantee contracts, Two season too long, you ain't supposed to be getting beat by 40. And I don't even think you should be getting beat by 30. Not in the NBA. That's college stuff. Like you get a little sisters of the poor coming from the Sun Belt, 
and they got to go up against an SEC team or something in this, you know, kickoff tournament, you can get a 30, 40 point beat down. Some of them kids are not even on scholarship. Some of them kids going to be working uh, as a doctor, lawyer. Some of them going to be working for NASA. That could be like Josh Dobbs. But the reality of it is you can get, then you get a couple guys like, hey, we blue chippers. We might be done after our sophomore year. We might be done. We're going to kick your ass. In the NBA, everybody's good. You shouldn't have no 30, 40 point disparity. There's either coaching or just a lack of will or you giving up. On to the next city. Yeah, yesterday in college basketball, St. Mary's, number 23, St. Mary's, a 79 point beat down over Cal State St. Louis Warriors. Yeah, nobody can 107 tell you. I can, to 28. And nobody can barely tell you. You didn't even say Cal, nobody can even guess what that university is. That stuff is, that, that, that makes sense. That happens. Not supposed to happen in the NBA. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here for the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary Mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports crime. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind are you moving around the greater san antonio area choose the storage experts tiger moving and storage whether you're moving an office or the whole family tiger moving and storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient prompt and cost-effective service to learn more and to secure your portable storage container today go to choose tiger.com tiger moving and storage official sponsor of the sports grind All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. Today's show was presented by Dosecchi's Get a Dose. We have been broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. And this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, the key to any perfect cocktail, and that is Zing Zang. Make sure you try out all their pre-made alcoholic drinks. They come in different flavors. And keep in mind, they still have their blazing Michelada uh, Bloody Mary mix as well, too. Make sure you try that, too. But whatever you do, don't forget to always zing zang responsibly. That is zing zang official sponsor of the sports crime. All right. Um, so keeping it moving, um, let's get into a little bit of the college uh, football talk uh, here. Uh, since we really don't have any NBA games to look at. Now, real quick, because, uh, you know, I know, know I kind of addressed Denver with the Broncos, Sean's update. Big announcement with Greg Penner. Should be happy up there in Colorado, man. 
spend some money. I mean, I know down here in San Antonio, you know, they just got there. I don't know, was a hundred million, two hundred million practice new facility. I mean, I haven't been there. Nice, you know what I'm saying. But when you got an ownership group that wants to win, you, you got to give. I'm going to give credit for that. That was a five hundred million. Oh, the one with the Spurs? The That's rock, some serious cheese. The Rock and, and I, Yeah, and I've seen pictures of it. I mean, it looks damn nice. Part of it looked like damn club. You can be in tonight. It looked nice. Here in a couple of weeks, they're going to have the first uh, outdoor yeah. watch party. Yeah. Because they, they're building that up like Jurassic Park up there in Toronto, mm-hmm. which you got going on in Milwaukee. Yeah. That's, I mean, look, not every NBA team is going to be able to do it. And this is coming from a small market in San Antonio, you know? Times oh. are changing. Yeah, it's still a small market. It's always going to be a small market. I mean, this busting at the scene, the construction's horrible. I mean, you can dump on a million other people in this city, and it's still going to be a small market the way it's ran. Well, the reason why I, why I say that is because the demands of what's being asked of small markets, you know, market, small market teams to even do, that they have to go to to hold on to the modern NBA fan. The modern NBA fan wants the 51-point score differential. The modern NBA fan also wants to have this uh, the culture – uh, that maybe larger markets have. Well, I think that facility, the Spurs Bill, was more about the players. I mean, I know they've got the museum where you can go back. I mean, like, because I'm to the point where it's like, how much access do we really want to give fans anyway? I mean, I consider myself still a fan of sports. I mean, I do it for a living, but I'm still a fan. But I don't need all the access, man. I don't need to talk to a coach every other time. I don't need you going in the dugout in the middle of a postseason game and getting a question or see what the decision. I don't want nobody coming and talking to me and telling me how to do the job. That's why sometimes I'll be, hey, you didn't do this, Cal. Why don't you try this? Uh, get your show then. I don't mind some shit, but don't don't come. That, that I've always been like that. So to me, I think yes, it's good for the fans. But that five hundred million they drop, that's the hopefully to change the narratives and compete for the players. Because when you talk about free agency, that kind of stuff is talked about when you're recruiting. Hey, we got this. Look at our facilities, and it's just like recruiting college kids. Okay. I mean, when you sit there and you dump and you put a new facility down, a practice facility, training, you don't think that they and professionals. It's the same thing in college. You don't think that that's used as recruiting? Yeah, of course. But switching to college football, okay? Um, well, hold on, Denver Nuggets, because I mean, I mean, I missed made this point. Jamal Murray is going to miss some time. He's out indefinitely. He's dealing with a hamstring situation. Um, and my point I've been trying to get to the last couple of days and even before this decision was made, because I know when he reported over the week, he was going to miss some time. The Denver Nuggets really came out like a bat out of hell. You know, they won wing, ring night. They dominated someone. They finally took their first L, you know, a few games in. They've got one loss. Look, I know Mike Malone, and I've talked about it in regards to his passion and saying that, hey, you know what? And I do believe that's the message in that culture, in that locker room. Like, look, this one, if we don't get at least three out of this group, it's not. It's going to be a failure, and I think Mike Malone's the right coach. Now, with that said, they got to pace themselves. They, you know, they're going to get for the most part people's best every night. I don't think it's like the Golden State Warriors when they defended. I don't think it's like the Miami Heat and the LeBron era when they defended. I don't think it's Venom. Like, man, we want to kick their ass. They went. Denver's not going to get that, but they're still going to get people's best. But when it comes to defending their title, I think what's important is to pace themselves in regards to not to have to prove that, hey, last year, you don't want to get up. In my opinion, you don't want to get caught up in regards to proving that last year wasn't a fluke. You just want to pace it out because at the end of the day, they're deep enough. They're good enough and arguably have the best player on the planet. They just got to get in. 
they just got to get in the tournament. So I don't think that that's, that's the only point I was going to get to is that with this Jamal Murray injury, I think this needs to be a warning sign uh, to the Denver Nuggets in regards to let's make sure that we're healthy going into the playoffs. We don't need to beat the Golden State Warriors 70-plus win season record. We don't need to necessarily try to get the MVP back for the Joker. We just need to be healthy and well-rested and maintain and get into the tournament. What do you got? Uh, that arguably best player in the NBA uh, last night had another big one. At one point in, against the Pelicans, uh, the Nuggets were down 20, and they had a, a massive 40-point quarter um, to uh, come back from the half. But now passes the Joker now passes LeBron James on the all-time triple-double list. Do you care? Um, that passes up LeBron on yeah. triple-double? Uh, last night, 35-14-12. and 12. Um. I mean, me personally, I mean, I don't know um, if I carry the way. I mean, I think a lot of these stats are going to be passed up. You know, LeBron's, I mean, I don't know about the all-scoring, but some of this passing will be passed up. I mean, Joker's just a walking triple-double, man. I mean, I'm pretty sure when he's said and done, he'll own the record for the most triple-doubles. I mean, we don't, I mean, you don't need Paul Revere or Nostradamus to see that. Well, he's got 90 to go before he catches up to Russ, who's still going. Yeah, he, I mean, Russ doesn't have that much time yet. I think Joker's got a good time, and at his pace, he's going to pass Russ, in my opinion. Uh, but it is what it is. But I, I think the main thing with them is they've got to really just, you know, decide on how they want to navigate. They're in uncharted territory. They haven't been defending champs before. Uh, but that that injury to Jamal probably needs to be – kind of warning sign uh for saying that um one last thing before we get into the college football rankings james harden made his debut last night with the clippers and um you know he still looked a little hefty to me um he's not as hefty as when i'm not talking james rockets hefty um but he looks a little hefty to me and and to me what that shows is too is like look dude like everyday people include myself you can have weight that fluctuates up and down especially when you get older, okay? Um, I get that because most normally people have got to work, you got to do this, everything's in nutrition, this and that. When you are a professional athlete like James Harden, and yes, I know he's not, he's not in his prime anymore, okay, but he's still a professional athlete. When you have your body um, go through those changes like that, a la, which is younger than him, a Zion Williamson, but just speaking to James, that means to me, in my personal opinion, you're, you have not, there's one thing of your professional career that you have not really tried to master or want to master, and that's the side of the nutrition and taking care of your body. When you have your weight, because at the end of the day, you can love strip clubs, which James evidently, they rumor has it he does, you can like popping bottles, hanging out with little baby and all that kind of stuff, you know, popping bands. And you can be in a club sipping and drinking whatever, eat. But your body as an athlete, you shouldn't basically have your weight fluctuate. That means you're not taking your craft that seriously. That's my opinion. Like you can sit there and dribble all you want and say, hey, the game and I just was winging it tonight because I don't know whatever your body. Like I said, we've always said on the show, we ain't talking about nine to five out of shape. I ain't talking about Susie the secretary out of shape or, or, or Julio out of shape or Tyrone or Becky. 
I'm talking about a professional athlete. And James have done this a couple. Like you can complain all you want to about not wanting to be a 76er. I don't want Daryl Morey's lied to me. I want out. You can do all that, but you can still show up in better shape, ready to play. You shouldn't be using the 82 games or the course when you show up to have your training camp or to lose weight or get in shape while you're playing. Just stay ready so you don't have to get ready. That's from a professional athlete. I can only imagine what kind of body I could have or would have if I didn't have to work, if all I had to do was work out. Okay? If all I had to do was work out and maybe just talk two or three hours and I had to get that, I got on that chance of the routine like when I was 26 or 7 and I had to worry about nothing else, Money wasn't out. All I had to do was work out and maybe do the talk for two or three hours. I'd be doing the shirt with my shirt. I would be doing the show with my shirt off half the time. Okay? That's how Miles Garrett does press conferences. Probably would too. I mean, if you got I me, mean, the only disturbing thing is Miles. I'm like, how many guys in the room, Miles? Like, you know, I've always said, like, certain guys that just want their shirt off and there's a bunch of dogs like, okay, I get it. I don't know if that's PC to say that in these days and times over a microphone, but maybe I'm just keeping it real with you. I ain't even got to the Dwight Howard story. I've been waiting. I'm just waiting for some more developments to come up before that. That's the only reason why I haven't talked about the Dwight Howard situation on the docket. Because once again, I was Paul Revere coming in five years ago, calling that one. Okay. I've had some things with guys that, you know, has filtered information to people that know in the NBA in regards to Dwight Howard that I've always set on. But I just kind of even before that, I knew. I'll wait till more developments come about. But anyway, I digress. Come on, Jane. And honestly, it's one game, but, you know, it's cluttered over there. I'd like again, I think, I, I, you know, uh, my man, Perk. Kendrick Perkins, I agree with them. We're we going to say a prayer for Tyron Lue. Because if Tyron Lue can make this work with this dude on this squad and he don't put a grenade on it, good luck. Because I, I didn't get into it, but I told you, James press conference after he even played his first game, that wasn't disturbing to me. Like, well, I am the system. You know, I'm the, I'm the system. I don't really fit in this system. Like, no, man. Like, they got something going. Your ass just need to collect that money. You didn't want to play with Daryl Morey. Get out of the way. Get your VIP cards and everything. Get your credit at all the strip clubs in L.A. Get it set and just don't mess it up, man. That's all you got to do. I mean, James, I, I just never seen an athlete, you know, not even at the end to have their weight fluctuate like playing bad. Do you know how many calories an NBA player burns a night? Do you understand? I remember watching Dr. Moore. They have to, I mean, they had dirt in Dallas Mavericks. Dallas had a guy that basically would go in. You know, when you go and you play these games and then you fly in another city, the plane might not land to like 3 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock, and then you're going to the room. Do you know Dallas had a guy that would go around the rooms and they had to remind guys to wake them up so they could eat? Because you're burning like 3,000, like 4,000, 5,000 calories a night in a basketball. Like, how in the hell do you, like, you have to really be neglecting your body. And I've got a sweet tooth. I, I mean, that's one of the things, like a sweet tooth and me living down, I've always noticed, like, I did a little taste uh, a case study in the last 24 months i found out i didn't have to go pay no doctor no blood work i knew what was sticking to my ass i finally know i said as i got older the the the, the mexican food down is that that's that's the detriment that's what sticks the enchiladas 
The frijoles. You're going to give Charles Barkley a whole segment. Frijoles, huh? I said, you're going to give Charles Barkley a whole segment. No, nah, man. giving him material. Yeah, man. This is one of those that that's like, I did my own case. I like, nah, as I got older, that Mexican food sticks. Tell AC all the time, like, hey, man, family wants to go out there. Where y'all going to eat? The Mexican I'm like, look, man, I can't do this like y'all. What do you mean, y'all? What do you mean by that? I, uh, hey, I'm just telling you, I can't do it like y'all. That sticks. Okay? Enchiladas. Frijoles. Spanish is getting pretty better. You know my point. James should be ashamed of himself. But anyway. Well, he did come off the couch 31 minutes. Um, second on the team, tied with Russ for 17 points, but a negative 18 um, you know, plus minus on the floor as they lost to the Knicks. So the system, the deb- debut of the system with James Harden uh, ended with an L. I understand why Steve Ballman did it. I really don't believe this was really about like, oh, this is our missing piece for the title. This is about that new arena that they moving into next year. That's probably going to blow arenas out of all arenas. I, you know, seen some of it, read up on it, the stuff they have. He's excited about it, but it's going to blow. I mean, that's what it's about. Just in case one of them two dudes or both of them decides to opt out, you can't go in a new arena in L.A. with the Lakers up the road, the Dodgers, the Angels, Otani, the Rams. You can't. You you can't go in there with bare bones if you breaking dirt on a new arena. That's that's really what James. You stuck with James. I said, but again, I agree. Pray for Tyron Lue because I believe if the Clippers are healthy, they're the best threat to the Denver Nuggets, the defending champs. All right, transitioning really quick to college. We're gonna have another edition of the top twenty-five tonight. Um, look, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna do this every week and give you my top four or top six, uh, and to save time for the case of time. Um, Due to the fact that the events that took place over the weekend, uh, nothing's going to really change in my picks. I mean, I don't think this is necessarily going to look like what the committees looks like tonight. I don't know really if anything should change from their first original uh, six. But with me, it's going to be if you'd missed last week's show, um, I'm going to go here again. Uh, my my opinion, my top six is going to be, um, of course, Georgia at one, Michigan at two, Florida State at three. I'm going to leave Ohio State at four, but they leaning on Jesus in my book. That that game, that Rutgers game was closer than what the score indicated. It took them a while to pull away from right now. That's Greg Schiano down there. You know, their, their teams are all, even if he's less talented, his teams are going to fight. Uh, they're going to play pretty much smart football, hard-nosed football. Uh, and Greg Schiano, you know, that, that that had a lot to do with That game was close and it would score indicated. I'm going to lead them at four, and I'm still going to have my first two out the same, five at Washington and Oregon six, which I believe Oregon's coming off of idle this week. I don't think they played anybody. Um, that's still, and then I'll squeeze in still having Alabama maybe push them up one spot to maybe seven, but my top six is pretty much the same as week one. So you're having Alabama jump over Texas? 
uh, a penalty for that close no, Kansas State I, I, game? No, because I'm always subscribed to that, you know, what was settled on the field. I can't, you know, without Texas dropping another game. I mean, I know they dropped and they lost to Oklahoma. Now, Oklahoma has had two losses, so that kind of looks at that. But yet still Alabama, you know, Texas beat Alabama in Alabama, Tuscaloosa. Until they lose again, I won't. I know I probably I still have baby Texas. So I wouldn't leapfrog them there. Um, but really the main ones are the top six. Because if you're in the six, those are the ones that if you get down to the conference championship games, whatever, you can leapfrog and maybe get in the in the top four, depending on, you know, if there's carnage or whatever ahead of you or whatever the case may be. But uh, that's mine. Nothing's really changed, especially with nobody really losing or going down or moving up. So I'm, and I think tonight, for the most part, because uh, if I'm not mistaken, the committee's first week, they had Ohio State one, which doesn't look worthy as a one team. Um, number two, they had Georgia. And three, they had um, – who did they have at three? Well, then that followed suit. It was Michigan and then Florida State. And okay. they, the only thing that was different was that you had Ohio State further back. They had Ohio State at one, and then the rest of the prediction was in order. Yeah, it's going to stay the same, and I anticipate you know at least the top six – well, I would say, let me rephrase that. The top four should be the same. I don't know if they'll mix, you know, five and six for whatever reason. Um, I doubt it. Even though, you know, you look at a game where Texas went into overtime to beat Kansas State, I doubt it they penalized for that and leapfrog Alabama over Texas. I, I don't think that's going to happen unless Texas records uh, a second loss. Um, but other than that, we'll see. And it's going to depend on how – because, like I said, that log jam of – the Big 12, that that many teams, when we talked about it Friday, that was had a share of the first place spot. Now, it's going to be some carnage. It started last weekend uh, with Oklahoma State defeating Oklahoma. That pretty much, I think, puts them out of the equation uh, for the Big 12 championship game um, and really their playoff hopes. But we'll see. Still quite a bit, a little bit of football left to play on Saturdays, Mondays and Tuesdays and Fridays. So we'll figure out how it plays out. But anyway, that is a wrap for today. Uh, special thanks to the producer of the show, Mr. Jonas Clark, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, people up in Lubbock, people up in Mile High City in Denver, Colorado, and people up in Tyler, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning, before you hit the stews button, before you roll out the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See you tomorrow. When life sounds too much like this, it's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Maestro Dobel Tequila was born from 11 generations of tequila-making legacy. It is sourced from a single estate in the volcanic lowlands of Jalisco, Mexico, using the finest 100% blue agave. Double distilled and aged in European white oak barrels, Maestro Dobel's commitment to innovation isn't only to discover new ways of distilling and aging, it's about elevating and crafting a superior tequila that is the essence of mastery.
Maestro Dobel is the official tequila of the PGA Tour and an official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Please drink responsibly. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits and world-class wine to chips, dips and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, Chuck. Cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind.